And she came in, she had some sun, sunglasses on. She just came in, totally focused, not talking to anybody, just, just there. I need y'all to know, she looked at that engineer. She said, I'm going to sing it one time. Don't miss it. That's the energy this week. Oh, yes. That's the energy this Man. week. Four well, sisters from the Bay Area, right? From mm-hmm. the Bay? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. No. <laughs> in Vogue? Yeah. Yeah, in Vogue. Yeah. They're not originally from the Bay. They're no. all from everywhere. They were put together as a cast. The producers mm. of the Bay. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. See, we're getting schooled already. Yeah. Welcome to another week of We Sound Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> School. Because Terry, Terry's yeah. originally from, from um, Houston, I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. See, this is why we... Terry Ellis. Billionaires yeah. here. I just got schooled again. Uh, <laughs> schooled. <laughs> Billionaires <laughs> in the building. Quad Kelly is in the building. What's up? Chuck Harmony is here. Bacon for making. We back. <laughs> we back? And we are not alone. We are not alone. We have one of my favorite people yes. on this saying, planet. Yes. On this planet of Earth. And one of the most brilliant musicians on this planet Absolutely. Earth. A genius, man. Yeah. A genius. <laughs> Super genius. And one of the flyest. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Earth. that fit. <laughs> our, our actually our dear friend, yes. Donald Lawrence, the one and only the one is sitting right here on We Sound Crazy. Yeah. Hey, the brothers. Yeah. Yeah. It's about time. Thank it's about you guys time. for having me. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for being here. This is oh, I'm glad to be here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think the fans have been waiting for this too because the people who watch this talk, watch and listen are like true music fans yeah. over those oh, yeah. and they 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 read the credits and dig in the crates and they know who's behind what and who's and they know the catalog too. They know what's up. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. It's going to be a good wow. one. So thanks for coming and, and being with us. Well, I've seen, you know, some some episodes and congratulations. This is great. Thank, Thank you. you. I remember when you, you started yeah. talking about doing this. So yeah. thanks to Phil. Thanks How many years now. is it now? That's 2019. Yeah. Yeah. 2019. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we old now. <laughs> in dog years, I mean, we in kindergarten. We in kindergarten. In dog years, we old. Oh yeah, in dog, dog years, you about seventy. Really old, really old. But but also welcome to Nashville. Yeah, man. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and you have this amazing record that's about to drop. Amazing. Oh, I listened this yeah, we, morning. We definitely oh, have to man. get into it. Like it's we just must. one of one of the best projects to drop in 2023. Period. Wow, Ooh. that's that's in a lot coming from yeah. you. Yeah, no, nah, it's the historian. The aficionado says. Yeah, yeah I mean, and and what's so great about the record is that we get to dig back into the the brilliance of Twinkie Clark. Yes. Oh yeah. Man. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yo, yo, we going there too soon. Let's go back a bit. Let's, let's follow the DJ. And it makes me feel real I've Ste- never seen her live. Oh, she's incredible. Oh. We're talking about Stephanie, Stephanie Mills. Mills. Yeah, man. Absolutely. You've yeah. met her before, right, Donald? You know her? I kind of know a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I kind of know of a little bit. A little, a little something. A little something. We yeah. bumped into each other, you know, a few times in life. <laughs> <laughs> so, Donald, you used to work with Stephanie for years. I did. As uh-huh. a musical director? As a musical director, yep. Uh-huh. I worked for her for 10 years. Wow. Absolutely. I, I think I may have gotten the gig around 23, maybe. For 23 years old. Really? Uh-huh. And um, she, the, kind of the way it happened was um, 
I had some songs I had written, some gospel songs, and um, one of my friends who was in my choir when I was in high school um, as a director, he was a model. He was doing Rush On Me video shoot, mm. and he was playing my demos of some gospel songs. I had. Actually, he was playing Superman, mm. and she heard it, and she was like, oh, I love this song. He said, oh, that's God grew up with in church. And um, he called me from set and said, yo, Stephanie Mills wants to talk to you. And when she got on, she said, I love this song. I would love to write songs with you. And I told her, I said, I hadn't really written any pop songs or urban songs. Mm -hmm. I only had written gospel songs. Mm -hmm. But I said, I know who you are because I just graduated from CCM and I have a musical theater degree. So I knew her from Broadway, you know. And um, she was like, well, I would love to write songs from me with you. And I said, well, I think I remember saying, I think any good songwriter can just write songs. Mm. doesn't matter the genre. You understand songwriting, you can write a song. So I was like, sure, I would love to. And so um, I think a couple of weeks passed and she hit me back and said, "Um, you know, my musical director just left me and we're out on the road on tour and I need a musical director and I wanted to see if you would come and take the job. And Mm. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm not ready for this. I don't know how I was that mature, but I said, um, you know, I don't think I'm ready for that. But if you will give me a year to study your stuff and come back and ask me, I'll do it. Now, I didn't think she was going to do that, but she did. Really? She, she, she did. She got through that summer um, and as she waited a year and she went and recorded. I never get, they went and recorded. I feel good all over the whole album. And she, when it was finished, she came back. She said, okay, my new album is finished. Um, we get ready to do a new tour. We're going to be out for like about a year. She told me to come back, so I'm here. And I didn't, I, even though I didn't know she would come back, but I did make sure I studied just in case. Yeah. So um, I, I did it. I definitely did it. So let me ask you this. In studying Stephanie's catalog up to that point, mm-hmm. what were some of the, what, what became some of the go-to Stephanie Mills records for well, you? Well, for, you got to understand for me, I had never been a musical director nor had I done urban music. Mm. So it was a lot of study for me. It wasn't just knowing her stuff. Uh, it was, what am I supposed to do as a music director? Mm. I'm going out with an R&B band. I'm from Pentecostal church. I ain't never did that. Everybody's going to talk about me. <laughs> it was just yeah. a number of things. And not only to say that, I had just taken a job at Jim and Tammy Baker's PTO. Like wow. BB and CC had just left. They were looking for people, me and a girl by the name of Robin Rose Stewart. We had just gotten a gig there. So I had just negotiated us to work full-time in music there. So I had just got there when this showed up. Mm-hmm. So I was working my way into that, which was the epitome of CCM music then. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody came through there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just kind of getting my balance there when this came. And this was a whole nother thing. So to study for her, I went back and I just deciphered the music. Mm. Um, I started learning the raw of it, like from the piano, just what were the progressions? How did they make the grooves happen? Because Mm. it was different from gospel music because those things are set based on grooves. So Mm. it may be five movements that happens that hold this groove together. So it's nothing in between it. And I learned how to build grooves based on studying Mm -hmm. how important the baseline was against the chords and and what the, what the snare needed to do and what the kick needed to do with the bass to make this feel thick Thick. and full. And um, her thing was always about, I need my live show to sound like the album. It was always that. So when I started learning all of that, that woke up the producer in me. I never wanted to be a producer. Mm, okay. I, I never had any plans on being a producer. But after I had to 
reproduce her music live, I was like, oh, this is what producing is. And so yeah. I just kept on with it and I started studying um, producers. And um, also I had to go in the studio, decipher her tracks that had been recorded. And then it was analog and it was all on the sheet. So yeah. I would go and look at Teddy's kicks and he would have like 20 kicks there or he had had like this top snare this middle snare I just started studying all Mm. of that and that just continued Mm. to wake up to Bruce and me so studying for her before I went there was just to decipher all the records that I learned then once I got with her I would go back and look up what all the producers that was working with her doing so I could figure out how to make her live show sound like the album we sound crazy That's yeah. so amazing to me because this is before you had Google. This is before you had all of these resources. Yeah. To you had access to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you literally had to. You know, you, you had to. Stu- you yeah. had to study and you had to work to study. Yeah, it right. wasn't easily wow. to get there. You yeah. had to find. Yeah, it wasn't easy to, easy to find. Wow. And some things you couldn't. You just had to keep listening over mm-hmm. and over and over until you were able to figure it out. You know, yeah. so that's that's what I did. I always tell Steph that. Um, Yo, you took a risk on me because I really didn't know what I was doing, but I knew I wasn't going to drown. <laughs> and she said, I knew you could, because she just threw me out in the water. And the thing about it is she made me musical director and um, everybody that was in the band had tons of experience. I was the least experienced because they had all been out, mm-hmm. everything. So I was like, you just put me in here in front of these people. They don't know me. You've been out on the road. <laughs> I'm young. I'm like, she just, I knew you could do it. So I'm forever grateful for to her because I tell people the reason why you have the 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 Donald Lawrence music the way it is now was because I learned to produce based on her mm, and wow. doing her thing. So that is what got me to doing what I do now from just understanding how to duplicate her music live on stage as well as what to give the audience live when we got to stage. Mm. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tell me if I want to know a funny story because I love Stephanie. She's cool. We actually we hung out with her yes. a couple years ago when she was here in Nashville. But tell us a funny oh, story, God. a fun story about Stephanie. Something she is just the funniest person. If people only knew her, her wit, her she has a very quick comeback wit. Mm-hmm. Like it would just be the funniest things. It's so many stories that I could think of that are so. Funny to me, I would think that um some nights that that be so funny to me that every now and then, well this this might not be funny, but sometimes she would walk on stage and she would forget the words. But I was so in sync with her, I could tell when she was getting ready to miss the word. Mm. So she would get ready to start and think like, oh, I'm having a blank. And she would just cut her eyes back to me at the piano. And I was, I would just give one word and she would catch it and catch it and not miss a not miss a beat. We were just that in sync when we were down on, yeah, on the road. Just just inside her head like that. So I could tell when she was just about to have a blank moment and stuff like that. But she's a true pro. And um 
man, she, she's funny. Like some of the stuff I probably can say because it's just funny. And you know, she's she's um a little little lady, mm-hmm. but notice it's a fire in there. Yeah. She is from <laughs> yeah. Queens, and Queens, New York, her, baby. her aunts are the same way. Mm-hmm. So she used to say her aunts would go around tall people and walk around them and size them up and say, "Oh, you think you're tall, but we can bring you down to the ground." Like, <laughs> <laughs> Donald, I mean, I would, always on the show, I tell them how. If I were to share my gift in singing, it would be something like Luther, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I absolutely. Mean, Donald, yeah. don't lie to this man. The same way, you know, You're the same placement, the same, same talk, yeah. the same, same, you know, same approach. His his word painting, the now way we, the way Luther, we, we Luther said, word we said, we said Donald Jones. He I remember said, y'all said that, and I'm really, and I logged off. I just want y'all to know when y'all said that, I logged off. I did. <laughs> I logged right on off when y'all did that. I I saw that episode. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh man. man. So, Don, take oh. us from Stephanie Mills to In Vogue. You worked with them as well. Yeah, I did. Um, what happened was um, one time Stephanie was doing the show in the Bay, and. Three of the girls came. I think it was Maxine, um, Maxine, Cindy, and Dawn. They mm. came to the show. And um, th- afterwards, they went backstage to talk to Stephanie to say, your show was so great. Who did the arrangements and the singers? Because um, she had three guys that I, um, they were my friends I brought out. They, I, it was a male group that I had then. Mm. And um, she was just like, who did the arrangement? Who did the vocals? And she said, oh, that was Donald. So she, it was like, can we meet him? And they came back and met me. And it was like... It was great. We would love for you to work with us. Um, we're getting ready to do a tour. Um, at what stage of this were they at in their career? This they week? were going into Never Gonna Get It. They had mm. just Funky Divas. Funky Divas. Yeah, mm-hmm. Funky Divas. They wow. had just started. They haven't even went out on tour for that album yet. I think they had just finished it. Okay. Because they sent it to me for me to study. And um, I, love that album. I started getting them ready for, for that moment in their life because that was when that was a breaking moment because they started off touring with Arrested Development mm-hmm. and then they went on to tour with Luther after that. The infamous Luther tour. The Absolutely. Infamous. Yeah. I was working with them when they did when okay. they did that too. Yeah. So we can we can pick your brain about that because most people don't know about, about that tour. Well, a little bit, yeah. He's like, I signed an NDA. A little, a little bit, a little bit. A little bit but so, in, so, so in Vogue, so getting them ready for that which was, which was kind of like the album that really, really, really... Yeah, it was that, it was that album that, that really... Put them there, I think, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the Monkey Divas album. Um, it was um well, I put the musical theater training into into them because the thing about musical theater, and I talk about it all the time, is they are triple threats. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to sing, dance, and act. Like yes. there's no stems, there's nothing. And it wasn't stems back then. Come rain or right. shine. So it too. was you had to yeah. do it. So yeah. I understood that training. So what I did was to get them to the place to where I felt like their their live delivery would be solid. I would make them, they talk about it too sometimes, especially Terry. Um, I would make them run in place in their heels. Mm. And I would run them for a minute in the heels. And then I would make them sing the songs in the heels while running in place mm. to stabilize their yeah. core so that when they were dancing, the harmony wouldn't be like Shit, jittery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So wow. the more we did that, their core stabilized. So when they did the harmony and stuff, it was smooth because <laughs> I had I had went over the top. So mm. when they were had to do the choreography, it was dialed back. And it's then that was artist easy development. It's called yeah, artist it development. So I did I did that a lot with them. Worked on some of the arrangements. We I I, I extended some of the arrangements past the past the album for when they did live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, work with them on just when they sang their 
parts, just how to lock into them to have it to make mm-hmm. it solid. Um, so yeah, we did a we did a lot of a lot of a lot of work. You know, it was really really cool. So I'll go out on the road sometime and check them to make sure that okay. the show was staying in shape. Mm-hmm. And I so I, I did see them sometimes when they were out with Arrested Development. That was really their tour before Luther. Mm-hmm. Then I will also check them when they were out with Luther. Yeah, mm-hmm. gotcha. we sound crazy. So, Donald, I know you're a huge fan of New Jack Swing. People don't know that. Wait, I'm really? I didn't know that. I'm a huge fan of New Jack Swing, and I'm a huge Teddy Riley fan. Yeah. So, to that huge. point, because on the show, we always ask a lot of our guests their musical Mount Rushmore of writers and producers. You've been on many people's Mount yes, Rushmore you have. on this show. Mm-hmm. But I have to ask you, your musical Mount Rushmore for songwriters and for producers, mm. all genres. Okay. Of all time. All time. Four slots, Mount Rushmore, Donald Lawrence. We sound crazy. So four slots. Um, Songwriters first? Yes. Babyface. Steven Sondheim. Mm. Yes, man. Twinkie Clark. Yes. Yes. Yes, Yes, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Jesus. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, so one more. Wait a minute. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. It's 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 hard out here. Andre Crouch. Mm. Woo! That's a Mount Rushmore. I dare you to challenge that's, that's that list. Mount Rushmore. Yeah. That's a Mount Rushmore. I, I dare you to challenge that list. What are you talking about? That's <laughs> and it, that's that's a list. That's a list. And the producer, Mount Rushmore. Teddy Riley. Okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Jimmy and Terry. Mm. Quincy. Mm. This one is hard. But Tommy Sims. Come mm. on. You know Come what? On. I'm always talking about Tommy Sims. I want to run around the room right now. I want to run around the room. That's Absolutely. one of my biggest influences. That dude is yeah. incre- he's yeah. incredible. He's such yeah, a man. he's such a I mean a master. Like he's just uh, he understands. Like he, he get understands. He, when when it's time to do something. Whatever it is, he understands mm-hmm. it. Like he's not—he's very intentional when he's getting ready to make something. So, yeah. some of the he, very best songs ever. Yeah, he he crafted. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how does a young Donald and I, I, both of you can answer this question too. How does a young Donald, a young Claude, a young Chuck tell an icon in the studio like, uh, "You can do that again"? How do you? Get it in your mind that I have to tell this icon what to do. It's a psychology to it. I mean, you understand that part of you know how to get what you need to get out of right. it. Right. And then you also know when you've gotten to the end of the road and you, you shouldn't gotta, go you no got, more. You, you got to read the You have to know that. You got to You got to know that. Because now when you get to the end and you're trying to do some more, that's going to not, that's going to go a whole nother road. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So I learned that very early on. Yeah. With work... I mean, it was, again, Stephanie threw me in, in the water, but I ended up working with the greats very early. Mm. So I understood the temperament of the greats, yeah. Very yeah, early, yeah, especially yeah. the females. Because yeah, you have to yeah. really know how to gauge them. Yep. You can get what you want, but then there comes a moment when, okay, yes. we can't get any yeah, more yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. You got to stop wow. us. That's yeah. going to go somewhere else. That's yeah. Yeah. It's so funny that no, you say true. that because from a business perspective, I learned that from him. Okay, yeah. Like the psychology of it. and. Yeah. When you, you should say, and when you need to back off, and yeah. when is this is the end of the day? Okay, yes. let's yes, let's, yeah. like go good. ahead and get what you need now, <laughs> right? Hundred yeah. percent, because <laughs> if you don't get it now, you You're may not, not get, get it, it. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> and you might get cussed out. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I was in the studio. Um, this was many, many, many years ago, and I was just sitting back. As a, I will, I think I started producing a little bit. I was a big Jennifer Holiday fan, mm-hmm. like like early Jennifer, like early eighties Jennifer. Yeah. And um, right when before she did the album of I'm on Your Side, mm-hmm. she worked with Michael Powell, the um, producer yeah, Michael yeah, Powell. Yeah. And so when I heard she was coming, I said, Michael, please let me just come to the studio, and um. Listen, he was like, okay, I don't, I don't really know Jennifer that well. I hope she'll be okay with it, but I'll let you know. So he did. So I was in the studio when she came in. And she came in, she had some sun, sunglasses on. She just came in, totally focused, not talking to anybody, just just there. And I never forget this. Now, I think it's so great because she's such she's such a master. <laughs> she They were getting ready to do a reference vocal or either the vocal for there's a dream with my name out there on it. You know the song? There's a, there's a dream out there with my name on it. Mm-mm. It's a Jennifer song from, from that album. I need y'all to know, she looked at that engineer. She said, I'm going to sing it one time. Don't miss it. Oh. And <laughs> I'll never forget this. And she knew every comma, every period, every exclamation mark, every breath on this word. Mm-hmm. She knew everything and she sung it straight down. It was I wanted to lose my mind the mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. she sang that yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, I love and that. I love that. Like she knew exactly what it didn't lack emotion. She knew what what words she needed to give this grunt on or mm-hmm. this air on it. Like she just painted that song so quick and so fast in one take. And I that guy was like, I was like, see, and I, I learned that and I always tell certain engineers there are certain artists that you don't need to get sound on them. You got to get them when they're singing or yes. you're not going to get that anymore. Yeah, 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 and then yeah. some of them will go in their head mm-hmm. and they won't give you the better take yeah, yeah. than they did when they was just, just singing. That you know? is very so, true. We sound crazy. Deliver me. Oh, man. Donald. Tri-City Singers and uh, the incomparable Leandria Johnson. Leandria Johnson. Yes, sir. Louis York, y'all have worked with Leandria. Simone and I have worked with Leandria. But Donald, I have to give credit, because many people don't know this. Uh, Some years ago, I was on a Yala uh, Fix My Life with Mm -hmm. Leandria. But who made that connection was Donald. Really? Mm. Made the introduction. Yeah. Okay. That but that wasn't the story I was going to tell y'all. But I had to, <laughs> but I I had to acknowledge that. That was a good episode. It was a good episode. It was episode. a great episode, yeah. and she got a lot of great help and yeah. treatment, and mm-hmm. I'm still forever grateful, and I know she is as well. But I remember Deliver Me mm. and leading up to the recording of Deliver Me. And as far when you start talking about artists that like to record it kind of in and out once or twice, mm-hmm. the thing was I remember at that time Donald had a clear vision of what this new version of this song that was on Sir's album was going to be, and Correct me if I'm wrong. I remember you being on Zoom to produce the vocals. Like, she was mm-hmm. in the studio. Yeah. We rented the room for, like, an hour or two. Mm-hmm. Take us back. What do you remember about that <laughs> session? Oh, yeah. Um, well, um, it was definitely a Zoom session. She was in Florida, and mm-hmm. I was in Chicago. Um, we, we I just needed to get her in. And honestly, I had sent her ad lib. I'd sent her, like, 
the lines I wanted her to say mm-hmm. because I knew if I gave her lines to say, it was going to pull out more of her story. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll write people's ad libs, but I'm writing it based on their story. Mm-hmm. And I knew that one line about their story will pull out more of their story. And, and it's like, almost like acting improv, yeah. improvisation. So um, I had I'd written a thing out and I told her what I wanted her to do, where I wanted her to stay, where it wanted to go. So we just doing back and forth. But honestly, that's just, again, Leandria had, is, is somebody from this time that is, has a spirit of that time. Cause she did that. What you hear right there is pretty much one take. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Really, she was done in about 15 minutes. Literally, that was it. We we she Real walked deal. in. She came in. She got she got there. I think she may have been like five minutes late because she got turned around on the the directions and she walked in and we did this and I said that's it. Wow, that was it. That was it. She's one of the few that can do that. Oh yeah, she 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 reminds me of um uh, some singers from a couple of eras. Um, that's what I always found so fascinating with her. Even though she's from this time, she reminds me of an of. Early Vanessa Bell Armstrong. Definitely. But she also reminds me of people that are much older than her. She reminds me of people who sang in the 60s, like Cassetta George Mm. um, from The Caravan. She really actually on stage, she reminds me of her. And I was like, I know that couldn't have influenced you because you're too young to Mm. to know her. But when I see that, I see a lot of the old greats um, in her when she shows up. And I understand why people love her. I don't think I understood it as much until I worked with her. Because I always thought she was an incredible singer. Mm. But I'm around incredible singers all the time. Mm. But when Leandria sings, she goes somewhere. She does. She goes somewhere raw that hits our emotions differently. So it's not just about her, her abilities, where she... Takes you mm-hmm. with the song, that yeah. feeling. So I, I do, I, I really do. And I changed the lyric of that song because I thought it would make a lot of people be more accountable to themselves. Because the original lyric was, um, Lord, deliver me because all he seems to do is hurt me. Mm-hmm. Because it was built around Sir's story yeah. with his with his um, brother-in-law and his sister. Um, Sir has, you know, 20-something siblings. He was the little one. So the older raised him. And um, that story was based on her abuse. But I wanted to take the song and make it about personal abuse and make us own up to that. So I oh, felt I that would be you. more psychological and make us more self makes like self-awareness. Yeah. And so, you know, that and then just kind of adding a chorus to it and adding a vamp to it. So personally, Sir didn't really want me to change it. Then he said, okay, I trust you. And then when we did, he was like, you were right. I get it. I get it now. So yeah, it was that's, that's why. Cool. That's why you. When Donald says change it, you change it. <laughs> <laughs> to see that. To see that song take off the way take it a, did. Take off. Yeah, it was. It was just a. It Amazing. was. The, I would say it's the perfect storm. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. the right time, the right song, the right yes. message. But it was the right message for a lot of people, not just for her. Mm-hmm. I wanted to write. I love what I call lyric psychotherapy, where I get people to sing their own help. And mm. they sing their own couch. Mm. Yeah, so therefore, making her say that will make her always be aware of it. It doesn't mean that it's always going to change it, yeah. but it makes you aware. Because mm. if you ever speak about yourself, what you need to do, it will always, there's something that will plant a seed in you that will make you always aware. So therefore, even when you tilted the other way, you're aware where you weren't aware before. Wow. Mm. He's dropping all, all the, the gems. gems. <laughs> all right. All the gems. All the gems. That delivered me. Still one of my favorites. Yeah. That was a, the most played song of 2019, the year it was released. Wow, yeah. Gold, probably platinum single now, I would it's, imagine. It's headed that way. Yeah, it's really. It's just, I, and, and I found it, well, first of all, you know, Phil, thanks for supporting it and, and making it happen. But the other thing is, it wasn't necessarily a sound of then. Mm-hmm. And so I found that fascinating as well, that it was played the way it was, because it really wasn't what I consider 
the sound for that particular time, but I knew it had a story that everybody needed to hear across the board, not just gospel people, just people. people. Just yeah, people. Yeah. So it, again, whatchamacallit says it, Quincy says it all the time. It's all about the song. The it song leaves the song. it. Leaves. The you know, song I, you know leaves. I believe that. I really it's do. It's song. all about the song. The song leads the singer. Yeah. yeah. You know? We sound crazy. Some in the joy. Good Lord. It's from the new album, Donald Lawrence Presents Power, a tribute to Twinkie Clark. That's yeah. it. Fix, Fix me. me. Fix yeah. me. Fix me, Jesus. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm still rocking. Hey. I'm still like. Yeah, that's so much fun. Um, I did that with Jason Ferdinand and the Jason Ferdinand Singers, who most people would kind of know Jason from the Aeolians, um, which is Oakwood University. That is the university that Take Six came from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Mervyn Warren and all them, yeah. Cedric mm-hmm. and all them came from there. Um, so he he used to be the director of the Aeolians. I think the Aeolians won the World Choir Awards maybe 2017 or something like that. Um, but he started his own group called the Jason Ferdinand Singers, and it's probably a lot of the alumni. And gotcha. when I talked to him about this, I said, I want to do this where the Clark sound meets academia, like mm. vocal sound. I said, this is a recipe that kind of doesn't exist to where you got clock sound plus choral choir sound. And I said, I want to throw it all in the bowl. And I don't know what we're going to get, but I know it's going to be something unique mm. in texture. So that's kind of what you hear there. And when I finished it, honestly, it was cool. And I let um, I let Ron Gilliard hear it. He said, man, that is so progressive and so cutting edge. He was like, why did you stop? Why didn't you just go all the way since it's already so unique? And I was like, um, yeah, so I went back and I hit Sir and I said, add a verse to this, let's add some more drums, like like almost like some trap drums to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he did that and that added the final touch to it. And that just, you know, it's just, a, I'll say it's an amalgamation of things. It's a little, yeah. little beat, it's a little, little hip hop, it's a little um, choral, it's, it's definitely Clark, cool. it's yes. all of that all mixed in there, you know. Now, you know, sir, we have in common. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. Sir the Baptist, I think, is one of the most bright one of the brightest stars and genius he is visionaries absolutely in gospel music yeah. he takes real risks absolutely. and sees his thing through mm-hmm. he's the reason why after all these years we finally got to work with you on absolutely <laughs> absolutely so yeah. blessings on blessings yeah on, 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 um, great record TS, oh my god yeah on the Tennessee State album which was like we were on the phone right like, so how are we gonna work this out <laughs> like, calling each other we were in London at the time talking on the so phone great. with Donald yeah. but I can hear all that in that record mm-hmm and I just, what's so dope about what you do is that when you describe what you wanted to sound like, that's exactly what, what that sounds. song sounds like. <laughs> that's a it's producer. to a, a real, team. Wow, thank you. I appreciate that. I hear that. the choral. Yeah. I hear the theater. Yeah. I hear the trap. Yeah. I hear the Clarks 100%. Yeah. And it's like to understand and have a vision and then see it through is also what is missing. Yeah. Not taking, giving the artists a little bit of a break on the production side of things. Mm-hmm. There needs to be a visionary or visionaries also in the building to think about where music should be going. Absolutely. And applying there. Uh-huh. I do. I um, think that. And I think well. that you're also teaching and grooming, sir, in a way that's yeah, he, brilliant. He's um he's a he's an interesting character. It's like it's like a it's like a little brother, he's a son, like a brother. Or, <laughs> all of that, you know. But um I love him to death. He's so brilliant. Um he is. and we we find a Sometimes it's weird. We find a commonality. I didn't know he studied Tri City so much, mm-hmm. and the more I know him, the more I know 
no, he did. And then sometimes I'll hear something in the studio and say, that kind of sounds like something I would have done. He was like, oh, yeah. And he said, by the way, this little horn here that you can't figure out, it really came from one of your records. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, so, it's hilarious. Um, so, yeah, what you said, and it was something he asked me earlier and I didn't go back to. A lot of people didn't know that, that I was um, that I was a big New, New Jack fan. Yeah. But what they need to know is the reason why Tri-City came the way it came, especially go back to our very first album. Yeah. Um, it's very New Jack, but that was inspired by Teddy mm. because I had been studying Teddy's tracks to duplicate him, his stuff on stage for Stephanie. I was like, when I get ready to do a, a album, I think I want to put these beats, but with my choir songs and with the vocals and make the vocals be a little breathy like Luther yeah. in some places mm. and rich like the Whitford coming in some place and some theatrical so that whole that whole recipe came together from me just taking it all and just putting it in a pot and seeing what we had at, at the end of the day. And that's kind of what Tri-Cities thing was. But then when I hear Teddy do um, interviews, I hear him say, all we did was take a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of this, put it in a bowl, and then yeah. he had New Jack. So mm-hmm. again, that's people taking risks yeah. and yes. creating a new recipe by yeah. putting a bunch of things into the pot, you know, yeah. so. We sound crazy. And kisses from you is never So Luther has some of the best background vocalists that ever Existed in the music industry, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Donald, we talk about this often. Often. Background vocalists, back, back, background vocalists that mm-hmm. just don't get the, the props and the respect. I think about Anita Baker, the the Perry sisters. Perry and, sisters. Yeah, yes. just I mean that's how I that's how I learned of the Perry sisters. Uh, what, what's the song? It, what's the? It's it, been you. It's they been did you. it before Anita did it. Yeah. But also too the Perry sisters on I Love You Just Because. That's yeah. like yeah. Laurie through there. Yeah. Um it's some back in the day they were her background vocals and it just sounded like four Anita Bakers mm-hmm. on all the parts. Yes. Um so I, I love background vocals. Me too. Um I think that a great, great backing vocal group really enhances the lead that's out front. Oh yeah. Luther came from back vocals, so he understood yeah. the value of them and he arranged it that way. So they always showed up like a symphony yeah. behind him, you know. Mm. So I, I love that. That thank you for playing that. That, no, that just put me in such a good mood because <laughs> I love Luther. Man. That was one person I wish I could have met and worked with. If there was anybody, yeah, that would have been incredible. Yes. I absolutely. I still study him. That's a study book for me. I still yeah. study him. It's funny you said that because I think that's also one thing that's so missing now. I mean, the budgets have changed and the finances have changed, and I've seen a lot of R and B artists in the last couple of years who, because of the way the business is, can't afford to bring the band on the road they need to bring on the road for their mm-hmm. music. And having chopped background singers from tours, which I've seen a lot, mm-hmm. really, really has done a disservice in a lot of ways because you don't get that back and forth between lead singer and background singers. You don't get those colors of voices. Right. And we just rely on the tracks, which sometimes you have to, but when you have to rely on it, you don't have as good a life experience. Yeah, the show, like something about the show changes. Like right. like you said, the live experience, yeah. that emotion. And background um, singers are free-thinking musicians who are right. following you and yeah. coloring their voice yeah, with the music. Yeah, exactly. Just, it's, it's an experience. So, yeah, man, Luther, He's he understood that. He really, really understood it. It's, yeah. it's a, he, has, he was a science. I always say that you know, there's, a, there's a science to what Luther did and it's a style. Um, there's a style of how Anita approaches 
It was yeah. her thing, just the style of how Shaka approaches hers. Um, so I studied all of that, like the, how Andre approaches his, and from choir perspective, how Tom Whitfield approached the Whitfield Company. Like I understand how the Hawkins approached their their thing, their sound, and how Smallwood approaches all of its sound, and it's mm-hmm. a different sound. Um, and I, I know it all. So when you tell me to go in with with Hawkins, I know what to do with Hawkins. You tell me to go in with Smallwood, I, I know what to do with Smallwood because I really yeah. dived in and, and studied Clark's. I know. I dived in to understand that. Did you have the opportunity to meet Luther? I only met him once. Mm-hmm. And it was in a concert that he and Stephanie was on. Okay. But it was really very quick and in passing. Yeah. No. But I, I talk about him. And every now and then, some of his singers, we, we chat online a little okay. bit. But nice. Yeah. I, I, Lisa I Fisher. Lisa is incredible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cindy. Yeah, yeah. Cindy, Marzell. We, we chat every now and then online. Yeah. Lisa, to me, was Luther's younger version of Sissy. Yes. Yeah, like she took the place of what Sissy used to do for him back in the day when she would sing all the top parts. That's one of the best concerts I've been to, Lisa Fisher. Really? I would say one might argue that the best solo singers became the best because they had sung background first. I agree with that. Luther, Mariah, Whitney. I think they're the smartest lead singers because they understand more than, than just their voice, mm. how it fits into the, the full music picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's yeah, what yeah. makes them smarter to yeah. me. And they don't just sing. They sing thinking about everything, yes. you know, and that to me makes them put it in the pocket a little, a little differently. I'm glad I got to man. see Luther, though, when he was, I got to see him a couple times yeah. with the full shebang. So if you never missed, if you never got to see that yeah. live. I oh, never you, saw it. Oh, you missed it. Let me tell you something. It It was perfection. I I mean, perfection. Like the lighting, the timing, the um, segues, the sound, the mix. He used to have, I used to say, and this was way back in the day, his mix sounds like I'm listening to a CD. Like who is mixing this? It was incredible. Yeah, that live at Wembley concert. I saw him live a um, couple mm-hmm. of times, but um, I saw him live when he did the Power of Love tour with the Sound of the Blackness. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I can't tell you just how incredible it was. And then, of course, I got to see him with in Vogue, too, because yeah. um, I went to a couple of those shows as well. Um, it's just, and it's just, it's Crazy, great. It's right? incredible. It was incredible. Wow. Well, I'm doing that documentary. You sure are doing myself, the documentary. And, uh, I'm going through a lot of footage now and just some of these, this footage like as far as some of those old performances. I can't wait to see that stuff. Shout out to Colin Firth, Jamie Foxx. I can't wait to crew. see I'm that. Crazy. You already know yeah, I'm going to be... That's going to be... I'm excited. Like Because that was the soundtrack of my life growing up. My oh. my mother and my uncles, they they had it playing in the car, in the, mm-hmm. the living room. Every, I mean, yeah. it was everywhere. So I love it. Luther's so, so much a part of my musical yeah. journey. And I still study them to this day. Yeah. I still still go back and listen to the study. And we got we to gotta give background singers more credit. We do. I always do. I think they're incredible. In the creation yes. of the music. And learning how to do it. Because you can't just sing background vocals. You have no, to know no, how to yeah. sing know how to do vocals. it. Yeah, it's an, it's an art to that. You know? What's your favorite Luther album? Um, I don't know if I would have a favorite album. It would have to be a collection of songs. Mm-hmm. But I, if I were to start, I would start with Busybody. That's, that, yeah. I love Busybody. Like, just the way it's written, yeah. just the way the background vocals come yeah. in. Like, I love that song. Yeah. It is just done to me. Like, on, it needs nothing more. <laughs> it, needs nothing, it needs nothing else done to it. It is just cooked and baked perfectly. Cooked and baked perfectly. <laughs> we sound crazy.
and him, there's no sorrow. Man. Man. From our special guest this week, Donald Lawrence. Another yeah. favorite female singer, my Yolanda. She's just incredible. She sounds fantastic. Yeah. Always. Oh, so. On that, she sounds amazing. Talk to us about this new album that you created, Donald. I, I probably know a little bit more than most because remember, yeah. I was at the label <laughs> at the time. And, and you kind of and, and pinned the deal for me. Yes, so. and, and you shared the vision. But yeah. share it with the audience. Like, Tell us about this uh, this uh, new release. Well, um, when, I, when I did the music for the Clark Sisters album, um, you know, having to reimagine that music and those those classic songs with 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 the cast, um, I was like, it's really fun, kind of redoing this this music from scratch and picking my brain on figuring out how to make it sound like them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, you know what? I really would love to celebrate Twinkie by um, taking an album and reimagining it and doing it all over, but as a salute to her, as a tribute to her. Mm-hmm. And so um, after that, I. I came to film and I said, I'm going to redo this Power album. It's an album that Twinkie released in 1981, um, but I want to reimagine it, really taking everybody back to the time, making it feel like we took an audio journey back to the 80s, mm-hmm. but at the same time, honor her by redoing it. And so that's how we got here. So it's Donald Lawrence Presents Power, a tribute to um, Twinkie Clark Power. is an album that she put out in 1981. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of her greatest works. And I know most people know the Clark Sisters catalog, yeah, 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 yeah. but this, you could tell she was somewhere else when she was working on this. And she was actually studying at, at Howard University. Gotcha. Um, she was studying, um, I think, piano or music. I'm not really sure. Piano or something, but she was definitely in their music program. And I hear it in the stretch and the way she wrote the songs yeah. and, and the color of the album so that's what that's how we got here and so I took it to Phil and he was like okay let's do it and they are they are amazing all on their own but you have this chemistry with the Clark sisters yes, yes. Twinkie of course but then obviously Karen and all of them that you just don't get that. that's a that's a very rare bond that's mm-hmm. that's so interesting because not like I grew up with them I didn't um I just studied them. But yeah. like we talked about earlier, mm. I studied them. Like yeah. So I can go in with them and say, do this. Yeah. Just like if Twinkie was saying, do this, because I know them. I, yeah. I studied them. So I, I found find them fascinating. And it's just something to wait about the way their music feels. And even doing something like this, it wasn't about just doing it over. I needed to feel like I was listening to it in 1980 again. Yeah. Mm. And um, that's why I call it an audio journey, just like mm. back in time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was cool. I got to give a shout out to, to my singers because they do sound like the Clarks on there. And that's not yeah. the Clarks. I thought it was the Clarks. Oh, no, no. That's that's Blanche, Toby, and Tommy. I just wow. made them sing that way. Yeah. <laughs> that's so crazy. I just made them sing that way. Um, I made them sing, because they sing with a little bit more vibrato, and mm-hmm. the Clarks approach is really straight. Mm-hmm. So I was in there showing them, like, you got to sing this word like this, and it's got to be straight. And when we go here, it's got to be this hollow sound that you got to make on the tenor Blanche. And... Um, they really did it right. Like, it really did it was right. Was Twinkie involved in, in the album? Was she very involved with the recording? And She wasn't really very involved. I got her to do a couple of moments okay. um, mm-hmm. on it. Um, most part, she trusted me to do it. And, wow. you know, once I kind of would finish some things, I would let her hear and tell her where I'm going. And she was just like, wow, I didn't know. She's, she's really excited about it. I hadn't seen her this excited about something mm-hmm. in a long That's time. Um, and she'll just hit me and she'll just say, hey. I didn't know you was going to do all this. I just thought you was just going to do I didn't know you was going to do all this. I was like, I'm honoring you. And I, I talk about talked about that earlier today. I was like, you know, the word honor in Hebrew means weigh or weight. And what it means is that when you honor somebody, it means that there's somebody who's had weight or value in your life. Mm. And the way you honor them is not by 
talking, I'm not by talking about it, but demonstration. There's a line that says, respect is an honor until it's demonstrated. Mm. So the way you really honor people, it's, it's, it's the spiritual law. The law of honoring is when you demonstrate honor, spiritual. not just talk about it. Yeah. Not just talk about it, because that's respect. Yeah. Respect turns into honor when you demonstrate. I love that. Uh-huh. Yeah. As it relates to this album, I, I, I always believe that you can learn something new every time you, you listen to music. So when you went back in and dug back into these these songs, what did you learn new this time around? Oh, I learned a songs? lot of stuff. Because um, as much as I knew, I was I was a big fan of this album when it came out. So it's it was in my it's in my cells. You know how mm-hmm. something could just be in you. you yeah, can, yeah, yeah. You can just know, no, 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 I got to do this like that. Or if I was talking to piano players, I was like, ah, you can't play that. You got to pull this one note out of here because I I know it like that. But I think what I learned from this particular album is, first of all, she really was doing some stuff back then. Like, because yes. when I just like just took these things apart and tried to put it back together, it was not easy. No. It was not an easy job. Like, um, there's songs like Awake O Zion, just Awake what Zion. happens with it, um, what happens with my soul loves Jesus, mm-hmm. um, the vocals, the piano solos, like mm, just really yeah. duplicating all that stuff. Um, uh, man, I learned well, it took me back to the art of producing again mm. and the art of real live musicians again. Mm. So what I learned from that was I missed this. Yeah, not <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's what I learned. I learned lesson. that I missed this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I miss going in the studio and you got to do this like yeah. this, you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. got to play this like this. And you, I, I miss that part of it, that it's not so programmed, yeah. you know? Esther Roll. Award. I can feel it Looking at my role, it's about that time, Claude. My role, it's about that time for the Esther Roll Black Excellence Award. Yes. Oh. So, Donald, have you heard that song before? I don't think I have, but is that Nikki Giovanni? No. Mm-hmm. Esther Roll. Esther Roll. Esther Roll. You know, it, Nikki did an album with the New York City Community Choir where it was poetry just like that, and it it's very similar. Mm. Absolutely very similar. I didn't know that she did a poetry, like a she spoken a word album. album. Like, a spoken, like a spoken word where she comes yes. in and does doing spoken word yeah. with the choir. Yeah. Nikki Giovanni did the same thing. Called Savoy. Dark. This is on Savoy Records. I think Nikki's is on Savoy. Oh. Yeah, so wow. that's very similar. So Savoy was on a wave yeah. at the time. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, so I thought it was Nikki Giovanni, actually, to tell you the truth. For, for wow. Me. Yeah, so. So this is Timon's fault. So Timon <laughs> put us on to this album by Esther Roll called The Garden of My Mind. I love that. I'm gonna I'm look that up. See, it's, it's on it's on streaming services now. I think we have a historian. He is like so. This is how this how this all came about because of this. So we started talking about how there's all these brilliant little gems of albums and products that you might not know about from artists that probably didn't get the love for all they could do mm-hmm. when they were alive doing it. Mm-hmm. The album is great. 
that song is our favorite. That's why it opens this segment called the Esterol Black Excellence Award. Every episode, we we nominate, all of us can vote on someone, and vote on someone who has demonstrated Black excellence but may not have gotten the love or the accolades or awards that they should have, mm-hmm. in our opinion, when they were here. And, and, and not just alive or alive or, or, or deceased. But this is such an integral part of who you are and even why you're doing this album honoring Twinkie mm-hmm. because we have to make sure that we celebrate and demonstrate so that it's true honor. That's what this epi- that's what this segment is about. We we want to give an Irby each time to someone who we feel should know that we love them. So we all vote on somebody and then we vote and and uh each each we give someone the awards. Let's do it. Everyone's everyone's ballot matters here. Who wants to start? I'll start. Please start. Um, so we were talking about this man earlier. Um, we went to the show, went to see Jodeci mm-hmm. the other week. Um, I'm going to put Devontae Swain on the carpet. I like that. Um, just to think that we probably wouldn't have Missy Timberland, Magoo, God rest his soul, uh, play a genuine tweet. Like, just all of the the branches that come from that tree alone it's just sickening when you sit and think about it. So, Devontae Swing this week is my pick. Mm. Mm. Devontae. Phil, can you jump in? This is not necessarily a person. Okay. But an actual experience. A cultural shifting moment. Mm. The Renaissance World Tour. Ooh. Ooh. That's big. Ooh. I, Dang, Phil. Wow, Phil. <laughs> well, there goes my nomination. Right. <laughs> All right. Phil is like, I just want to nominate Christmas. I, I'm just saying, I mean, <laughs> B is it's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. It's an experience. It's, it's music. It's fashion. It's the production value. It's just unlike anything community. I've seen the community in my lifetime, and just to see how the world yes. has responded to this musical renaissance. It's Mrs. Knowles Carter. I'm going to nominate someone we also talked about today, Stephanie Mills. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone knows who she is, but in the conversations of who is one of the greatest divas or the best live artists or the most well-rounded, she often gets left out of that conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm gonna do a, a, a lateral thing. Um, I was I was doing my my studies for today, and I didn't find a lot of interviews, but I found a live that you did with this this young man. And I didn't realize that he had something to do with one of my favorite songs, the first Drew Hill song. Uh, and I'm talking about Stanley Brown. Stanley Brown. Mm. Stanley Brown. A lot, of, a lot of times these people be around and then then you don't see them in, in, in the full light that they are. But when you start to see what they've done with their lives. Like, yeah. Yeah. Stanley Brown, man. Stanley, yes. Yep. Stanley did tell me for Drew Hill, one of my favorites. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Oh, also, it, Dreaming for Christopher Williams. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And Donald, last but not least. <sighs> I mean, this this four, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm probably going to... Um, I'm going to tell you who I think. I think the Perry sisters are left off the mm. list. And they just really brought some brilliant That's art. That's a good one. To, to, ooh, they just brought some brilliant art there. You don't really think about them. We didn't get to know them like that. And yeah. I, I do think that 
they just brought some great stuff to the table that we don't Ooh, really recognize. It's getting hard. It's getting hot in here. It is. It is. Just St. Louis. St. Louis. All right, so just to recap, we got Devontae Swing, the Renaissance World Tour, uh-huh. uh, Stephanie Mills, Stanley uh-huh. Brown, and the Paris sisters. The Paris. The Paris. The acting over the eye. So I was the Paris. So, right. very sisters. So, uh, we can vote. You can vote more than once if you, you want. Whatever you, believe in, yeah. Whoever be you believe in this first round, if we get to a tie, then we'll go from there. Yeah. Devontae yeah. Swing. <laughs> that was a slow raise. I, it was a slow raise because I, I was, yeah, I'll go Devontae. <laughs> Can't deny it. Renaissance okay. World Tour. Yeah. I haven't right. seen it. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, it. well, that was four. Thank you, uh, Donald, for your vote. <laughs> <laughs> the incomparable Stephanie Mills. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Stanley Brown. <laughs> you're like, I'm giving it. And the Perry sisters. Good lord. Okay, we got it. This has never happened. We have a three-way tie, right? A four-way tie. Devontae, Stephanie, Stanley, and Perry sisters. That's crazy. So we can only vote once this on this round. One vote each. All right, wait a minute. Who are they again? Devontae Swing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Stephanie Mills. Stanley Brown. Perry sisters. Uh, I can only vote once. Jesus. All right. You can only vote once. Devontae Swing. Okay, no votes. Great counts. Stephanie Mills. Well, there it is. Five out of five. <laughs> so <listen> enough said. <laughs> Congratulations, Stephanie Mills is our winner this week for the Esther Roll. Next time, Stanley. Black Access Award. <laughs> we love you, Stan. Come on the show. Come right, on the right. show, baby. We actually want Stephanie on the show. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. She would be great. We she want to pick her brain about all yeah. that Oh, stuff. yeah, you should. She will be yeah. fun. She will be yeah. funny. Fun. She's really, really funny. I'm telling you. Okay. Like, it's just some stories like, God, we're in television podcast, but they are hilarious. Donald, thank you. This has been an amazing so no, It's been fun chatting and cutting up with you so guys. Fun. I mean, I'm inspired. It's such a great podcast, man. Yeah, I'm, thank congratulations. You. Thank man. you. Man. It's been thank just fun. To, you know, it's hard to get me to talk for two hours. So <laughs> I'm engaged if I'm talking yeah. for a couple hours. Yeah. So it's, it's been great. Thank you. It's That's well, a compliment. Well, you know so who we are when you come back to Nashville. If you ever want to premiere something special or just hang with your guys we're here I yeah. will absolutely I, I love that you we're know I love here. you guys anyway so the feeling is it's 100% great. It's really really great it's really good to see you good to see you I ain't seen you forever I know it's so cool but make sure, yeah. Donald Lawrence presents Power, a tribute to Twinkie, Twinkie. Clark. It's oh, available yes. everywhere. It's so yeah. good. Uh-huh. Music is streamed, consumed. Yes. Go, yeah. go stream, download. Yeah. Yes. We got vinyl too? It's coming. Vinyl's coming, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, coming. We, see we, we, we working on it. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's so, available vinyl. on all streaming platforms. Yeah. Right yes. now. Yes. Right now. Let's get it. Make sure you're following We Sound Crazy everywhere on socials and you and you let us know what you think about the past episodes. But what do you think about this one? Because this one... I know you're going to have some stuff in the comments talking about <laughs> this episode. So follow us and comment and share. And uh, also shout out our, our, our sponsors, our partners, our friends, Visit Music City. Mm-hmm. Like when I said Nashville has our back, they have our back. That's great. Yeah. The, uh, the, the city has gotten behind the podcast. Oh, that's awesome. That's really and awesome. And they recognize the people that we're talking to and how it benefits everybody. So yeah. shout out Visit Music City. And so, last but not, no, go ahead. I'm just, I'm just going to say, just follow us. We've done all, but I, Donald, at, this, at the end of each episode, we allow our special guests to take us out on the musical note of their desire. So what song would you want us to, to send the audience that's listening or watching to close out this amazing episode, this conversation? Okay, so I'm going to go, not to the left, but 
don't we play Don't Be a Fool by uh, Luther. Yeah, yeah, let's man. take it out with That's that. That's how we Wonderful go out writing on this and everything. Yeah. I love that. That was great. Don't be a fool. Absolutely. Don't be a fool. That's a great note to end it on. Yeah. <laughs> the one and only Donald Lawrence, thank you again. Thank right. you, thank sir. You. Thanks for having thank me. Thank you. I appreciate Until it. Until next time. We sound crazy. I just don't want to be a fool. Don't